Howdy, folks. Three Sheets to the Mouse is an adult-themed podcast that may contain content and language not suited for younger cowboys and cowgirls. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest podcast in the wilderness. Sorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared, be prepared. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of Three Sheets to the Mouse. We're five average guys with a love for all things Disney. Joining me on this week's show are two guys who I got to spend some time with at Walt Disney World. Tim. Aloha. Adam. Hey, what's up, everybody? And two guys we made stay home and man the forts of the leads didn't take over the show completely. Jason. Howdy, guys. Mikey. That's some strange bitch covering my garage floor in mud yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to talk about Disney parks, Disney booze, and a little bit of debauchery in between. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a whiskey neat with no clubs, ice, or glowing, and enjoy the adult side of Disney with three sheets to the mouse. So as we start this week, uh, I, I'm glad to be back. I, I know it's it's tough getting over the, uh, the Disney depression, but this certainly helps. Uh, it's good to be back with you guys. It's good to see you guys back in the, in the face. Look, I'm 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 thrilled you guys are back. I'm I'm extremely happy you guys are back. Did you miss? Did you miss us? I'm showing you. You know, me and Mikey, me and Mikey, fucking hated all three of you guys. I got the text messages. I know. We yeah, we know. (laughs) Hey, I love you, Tim, but fuck you. (laughs) So, uh, Mikey, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, uh, nothing yet. Hang on, let me uh, rectify that situation. Rectify that? I've got, <laughs> I've got a locally brewed diamond beer uh, brewed in Little Rock, Arkansas. It's a strawberry blonde. It's a lager that's brewed with just a little slight hint of strawberry. You can't taste it. It's just there. Where you, you can kind of smell it a little bit on the front end. It's nice. They had, they had one of those at, uh, at the Flower and Garden. They Hold the fuck on. I, you were going to let him pass on that? All the shit <laughs> you gave me? The dude's drinking strawberry beer and you're like... That's cool, man. Yeah, they. Okay, wait. It's not. I'm just gonna say one thing. thing. It's not oh, shit, pink. Pour that fucker on. It's not it. champagne. Amber. I don't have anything to pour it into. You got your little red cup there, man. Yeah, the red cup doesn't show what color it is. Would you Would you like me to go get my mug? With that, no. that no, say wait, 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 no, I, I, I will take your word for it. Jason, what are you drinking? That's got you. I'm so drinking a uh, a blue moon Belgian wheat. No oh, rosé. That's a good wit. No, that's a good beer, man. <laughs> no rosé tonight. No, just to prove to you fuckers. Okay. <laughs> no pink champagne. And I had to make sure there... the born nine date. But you know, I don't know. I might have got hat again because all that's on there is seventeen. So I don't know. It could have been like, no, it's August. So we're good. It's I not don't skunky. see any, well, there any you go. orange yeah, slice. Blue, it, blue it, it, tastes it, the same when it's well, skunk anyway. Second. So. Um, it can't be the born on date if it's August seventeenth. No, that'll be the expiration date, so I'm yeah. probably oh, okay. maybe, maybe it was born on like two years ago, and I'm just catching the end of but, it. Budweiser does the born on date. Yeah. Coors does the uh, yeah. the drink by date. So, uh, Tim and Adam, I, I assume like you and me, we got some new glassware. What's in that glassware? 
I guess, sir. Well, Tim has it. Funny, we, got... um, we went to Epcot. I saw this bottle of wine in, in the Italy wine store. And it's a Brunello di Montalcino. And they wanted like $80 for this bottle of wine. And there was no way I was spending that kind of money in Epcot for a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. So I, I sourced it locally, and it was $25. So that's what we have. We're drinking now. It's a, a San Giovese. And we're drinking that out of our new pass holder flower and garden Tervis wine glasses. And this is perfect for me because it's deck season now. And I have a tendency to break real glass just from looking nice. at it. So it's, yeah, this is a glass I can't break either. It's plastic. It's double walled. It keeps your wine nice and cool. That's very mm-hmm. nice. Beautiful. Adam, let me see yours. You got yours up there? Oh, yeah, right here. Oh, oh you guys good. do a motherfucking toast right now, so help me God off. <laughs> well, oh. hey, I, you know, they're toasting turf. It's Jason. I'll, I'll toast you with, with our aluminum cans. They're drinking something by Bruno Mars. They got that <laughs> phone. Go give it to you. Fucking whatever it's called. Well, I don't have my pass holder uh, wine glass, which is upstairs. Uh, we actually also bought a bottle of wine at Epcot at the France Pavilion, which Tim and Adam were with me when we bought that. Mm-hmm. And the markup, if you're going to go to Disney yeah. and you want to buy a nice bottle of wine, I recommend La Vente de France in the French Pavilion. They have some pretty decent wines with not a huge markup. You can get some pretty decent wines there without paying $80 for a $25 bottle of wine there. Yeah, the France prices were a lot better than the Italy prices. A lot yeah. better. I think I think they had bottles of champagne, which real champagne, if you get it at any liquor store, is going to run you about 39 to 40 bucks minimum. And I think their bottle was $50. Bucks. Well, the it's Vuib, really not a bad market. The Vuib they had was the same price, whether you buy it locally or you buy it at Epcot. The Vuib was yeah. the same price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, but I did get a, I did get some nice glassware. It's the, uh, it's from the 28 Main Collection, which if anyone's seen that is, is, is basically made for a guy like me. Uh, it's the Shrunken Ned uh, Bourbon Tumbler, and it's got uh, three rules of life to live by. So Shrunken Ned's rules for good health. One, never eat anything bigger than your head. Two, get plenty of sleep, especially at work. And three, run only if chased. And that is uh, <laughs> Colonel Colonel Nedley Mo- Lostmore's. Uh, he's the head shrink of the jungle. So that's his prescription on my uh, on my glass. And I'm so drinking some Balvenie 12. That is perfect for you because that's your motto. You said that a couple weeks ago that mm-hmm. you would only run if you yeah. were cha- being chased. That's an awesome glass. That's right. Run only if chased. By, by ladies with banners. <laughs> no, those are all three <laughs> awesome take-home glasses yeah i'm envious i mean i'm happy for you that's awesome great way to go home with with stuff from your trip to disney world (laughs) yeah well my shirt is actually from disney world too it's the pass see that and i like that adam i like that a lot yeah it's the pass holder flower garden shirt so what's that purple thing that's on there is that um that's the guy you want to kill it's not a lost boy that's the guy you. oh yeah jake it's not jake in the neverland you you want to murder him for jake Mikey, <laughs> I, I have some good news to report for you. Tell me. As you get off of uh, Journey into Imagination with Figment, there's a sizable area of the Figment gift shop dedicated to Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. <laughs> Dude, fucking, they listen to us, guys. It's happening. I can't so, wait for Planes Land. <laughs> so can we just talk about that ride real quick? Yeah, our experience well, why don't we get to it when yeah, we get no. to the trip report? Yeah, let's well let's start, let's our, start trip our trip report. report. So, 
Tim, Adam, and I just got back from Disney World. I went with my family. We Tim know. And Adam went together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So good night, everyone. Some haters. In this <laughs> <laughs> You're Back welcome. to the park. We went. We came back. We're done. <laughs> All right, Mikey, hit our hit our exit music. Jason doesn't even make it, make us cry this week. Um. We, we we did get to spend some time together. They were down there the Sunday and Monday uh, that we first started our trip. So we had a little bit of an overlap. And um, we spent some time at Epcot. It, well, it was, what, it was a lot of fun. Why don't we talk about Tim and I's, um, like, the beginning of our yeah, trip as well with right, the race so and everything. Start, yeah, start with your race. How'd that go? Well, I, well, I mean, we got down there um, Thursday and first thing we actually do, especially whenever you're doing a run Disney event, is you actually have to go to the expo to pick up your bib and your shirt and make sure you're registered properly, sign off on all your waivers and stuff. All right, so now you get to this thing, and it's a sea of people like you've never seen in one little area before. It was chaotic. It was the first day that the actual center was open for the race. So, I mean, I, what, what do you think that line was for the um, official goods? Oh, it, it's at the Wild World of Sports. And if anybody's ever been there, they have the two indoor stadiums. The, the one, it's the bigger one, and they had the official merchandise. It was a tent inside the arena, so you couldn't see what was in it. And the line for the official merchandise had to be... I want to say people were, were waiting at least three or four hours just to get in to look at the merchandise to buy it. Everybody no, loves we, merch. But this is merch like you don't need it for the races? No, this, just is, exclusive this is exclusive official run Disney merch. There was other vendors okay. that were selling their products or whatever. The, you know, um, the Cool Bands, uh, New Balance, Champion, Nike. This is just the stuff that Disney sells under the run Disney brand. And the line was ridiculous. Did you guys? Yeah, play? we know. No, I don't know. Okay. So well, I no mean, it was shoes. our first day there, so we no, we didn't bother. The shoes they looked better in pictures to me. Okay. Uh, and with our recent experience so, I mean, with girls like New that. Balance, they're not really all that comfortable to run. And I'm not going to buy a pair of shoes to sit sit on the shelf. I'm not a sneakerhead. I'm going to buy a pair of shoes. I'm going to wear them. They were 130 dollars. Yeah. Oof. So, it's cheaper than eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they looked okay, but like if if it was a character or something that I really needed, I would have got it. But it just didn't make and sense for me this trip. Pro tip: they end up at the New Balance outlets anyway within three or four months. So if you want them that bad, you can wait till they go to the outlets. Yeah, they weren't selling out like they usually do. There were plenty left. Well, I think in the past, generally, what people have done was they use the race to sign up, buy the merch, and flip it on eBay. Uh, I think Disney caught on to that and jacked up the price a little bit. Now they still they do still it. do that. Yeah, because uh, a prime example of that was during you had to walk down some steps and like around the field to get into the actual event area. You know, I'm not one to begrudge anybody, and I don't know what this lady was running, but she was complaining to one of the guards that she couldn't walk to the event area and she wanted to go through the exit. She could have walked down the stairs. Lady, you signed up for a 5K at least to get in. 
How are you going to make it through? What what do you what makes you think that this little walk around is anywhere near the length of whatever race you signed up for? But she's conserving her energy. Maybe maybe she uh, can't no, do five point five. No, she she had we heard the whole story. She had she had very bad knees and she doesn't know how she's gonna make it around this. I'm like, you gotta be kidding she me. She was limping and waddling to the next cast member. It was I mean, we saw it all over through the expo, all over through even the beginning of the race. People would actually show up get swept on purpose just so they can go get the medal, get the shirt, and then sell it on eBay. I mean, it's an, mm-hmm. granted, it's an expensive thing to do, um, but all of the Disney races are, all the money you pay for the entrance fees of Disney races, each one is a charity. Disney does them all for charity. The Star Wars Dark Side Weekend was all for Noah's Light, which if anybody's not familiar with Noah's Light, it's also a, a children's cancer charity. But people would sign up, they just go get the merch and sell it on eBay. We saw the f- the free champion shirts that they were giving away in your race pack. People sell them on eBay already for fifty, sixty dollars, and people will buy them just to have them. Yeah, I mean they're they're very cool shirts, but no, no, yeah, I'm good. If I'm not going to do it, I don't want yeah, the merchant. I don't want the merchandise to say that I did. I want to be able to actually. I would feel dirty. It feel dirty. Yeah. It's, it it, it just you know uh, I I want the accomplishment I wouldn't wear that medal if I didn't do it right and that's why we're thinking of our next race but we'll talk about that later Jason you're joining us yeah you you've been drafted dude Thursday we actually after we went to Epcot and we did a few things there nothing really strenuous. And then we had dinner at Monsieur Paul. Uh, Do you want to talk about that, Tom? Uh, Monsieur Paul, my one of my favorite restaurants on property. This place is phenomenal. The funny, the funny thing is, I drank. Yeah, well, my glass is empty because we waited too long. Um, I know a little bit of French. Fuck you, fuck him, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I was hot. I had to take my damn pants off. Okay, God. So what'd you have? What'd you guys have there? Well, you know, we always look at our menus, right? I know it's probably a, a trip ritual for a lot of people. Right before we go, we always look at the menu so we can like, oh, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. It's, it's just something you do to get yourself excited and psyched up for the trip. Well, I was been looking on the Monsieur Paul menu for the last couple of weeks, and one of the things that I love on their menu is their carrot soup. And it's been on their menu for like the last year and a half. It's a seasonal item. Mm-hmm. But I figured, all right, maybe they started it a little early this year. But no, they didn't have it. He was teased. I was very teased. But they did have uh, Vichyssoise, which was just as good, if not better, than the carrot soup. The thing came... Now, was their Vichyssoise cold or warm? No, it was warm. It was hot. It was a hot Vichyssoise. What the fuck is it? It's a potato... It's a potato and leek soup. Potato and leek soup. The thing had a... It advertised as a... Just one... Crouton. And so when they got the, the soup, it was like the crouton, it was just the size of the bowl. It just covered the whole top of the bowl. And that's called a slice of bread. It's <laughs> an old ass slice of no, bread. No, it was hot. Oh. It was hot and it was toasted. And I was like Okay, it's a slice of toast. Yeah, it was yeah, it was garlic garlic toast, but yeah. I get that shit at the Sonic. I, oh no, I doubt it, because this is a very good piece of slice of toast. It was very good. No, they have you guys, I just toast. smack it with the spoon and it will shatter. And he did. I just tapped the middle with the spoon and it just shattered and it all soaked into the soup and it was oh, it was really good. That sounds really good. So it's dinner and a show. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, that's always with the French. I think I... I don't remember what I had for my appetizer, but I know I had the lamb two ways there. Is that there? Yeah, that was Tiffin's. You had that at Tiffin's. That was yes. Tiffin's. Well, I also had lamb at the... He had um, lamb almost all, all week. Montero Polk, too. So this, this was... I had lamb, lamb all week, lamb. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Normally, I'm the one all eating all the lamb. This, this year, it was him. Yeah, we switched off, but it was, it was really... We've always had a good time there. I know we posted pictures of what we actually mm-hmm. ate. I just can't remember right now off the top of my head. The desserts are always awesome there, too. So it's one of our favorite restaurants. Can I ask you guys a legitimate question? This is yeah. a question that Rachel and I were talking. Because we're going to go to... Um, I think we're going to go to Tiffin's. Um, is it Tiffin's or Tiffin's? Tiffin's. You know, I'm Tiffin's. Tiffin's. I mean, Tiffins. I'm not going to apologize for that. We actually... Uh, we're going to eat there uh, with the family. But... Um, you guys are posting the pictures now. They look really nice. The presentation's phenomenal. Okay, but where's the beef? Do you actually get full from these meals? Yeah, because it you, doesn't look like the servings are like. I'm like, okay, you will. Well, what for, the fuck? Where's if, the meat at, dude? For many of the signature dining, California Grill, Monster uh-huh. Paul, Tiffins, you do need to order an appetizer per person. Yep. Okay. A dinner per person. And a dessert and a dessert, person. yeah. And then you do get full. You do. Okay. I mean, there's been times I've over-ordered and been uncomfortably full. If you're not uh, careful yeah. and you order too much, because just because the portions are small doesn't mean the food's not rich. Right. And it's okay. not heavy. Okay. So the portions may be small, but what you're eating is very heavy, very decadent. And sometimes it'll just sit in your stomach. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, Monster I mean, Paul's is probably one of those that is very rich. Definitely. Because it's French. Definitely. So, I mean, you will get full as long as you order. If you order your, you know, your course of meal, mm-hmm. you're gonna get full. Now, that doesn't stop me from ordering a turkey leg after I'm done di- with dinner. But you know, well, see, right, right, right. I'll be honest. For me, I usually don't need to, because I've been eating literally all day up to dinner. Okay. Because the, and that's just how we do it. It just I much prefer to. Eat during the day, and we'll go, like, we were in Epcot, so we were constantly walking around to all the flower and garden booths. Yeah. And just picking up little things throughout Epcot just to keep us going pretty much. And then eat dinner, and then pretty much after dinner, I'm done. But you're, Maybe but, another drink. But, like, like let's say, um, like, we're the, we're the, I would say we're the average family that goes. So, we're like, we're Chef Mickey's, and, I mean, I've got nothing, you know, I, I like our buffets, okay, or I like our sit-down meals that we have. For an average family that's looking at a meal like that, let's say that um, Middletown America, um, this is this was considered gourmet, is it not? Oh, it's definitely yeah, gourmet. It's, it's upscale. Okay, so the, even for the New York area, it's gourmet. So it's it upscale. is. It is something that is completely different on a palate, then too. Correct. Yeah. Diff- you see, I wouldn't go that far because there are very familiar flavors yeah. in a lot of the stuff that you're eating. Okay. It just may not be combined the way you're used to. Right. right. And, and Jason, here's here's my recommendation because we, you know, we kind of did something like that for a lot of this trip is we would eat a breakfast buffet. We'd go to Crystal Palace. We'd go to Ohana, have a breakfast buffet. And because we have a kid that naps from like one o'clock to three o'clock every day, we had to go back to the hotel. So our lunch was generally on the go. We really didn't eat a big lunch because we filled up on breakfast and then went to dinner and still became full you know with tiffins or or with uh, one of the a couple of the signature dining that we went to we did something exactly opposite of that we actually because we were dvc we ordered breakfast in 
So we had like a bagel, water, coffee, mm-hmm. juice, whatever it was. Had a decent lunch, nothing extravagant, maybe just a quick counter service lunch, and then went to dinner. And we were full for most of the day. I mean, of course, you're always snacking. It's Disney yeah, and it's vacation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're always adding, oh, let's get this. I'm a little hungry. Let's get something yeah, to snack Yeah, I on. mean, hell, I ate two dollops in one sitting. So what, do you, what well, am I going to say? I'm now a big fan of the float, the dough float. I had that too. That's where it's at, Tim. That's where it's at. It's so the good. The float is pretty it awesome. It is so good. What? Did you get one with rum, though? We did no. not. We did no, not get we one got it at rum. the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Not this time. Okay. We got, I got one... Last time, I want to say. I mean, it's good with the rum, but, I mean, it doesn't really add too much to My it. My only problem with the rum float is that they put the, they, put the, the, they put the rum on top of the ice cream, and it doesn't really mix yeah, well. You know. If they would put it on the bottom, would be better, because then you can mix it up and get it all well, in that's, one. That's the same thing with any of those frozen drinks. Like, when you, when you go and you get, um, like, a, yeah. the Legion... With the an extra, an extra shot. shot of Grand Marnier, or you get the um, Joffrey's Strawberry Lemonade yeah. Sunset. They put the extra shot on top, so it doesn't yeah. it mm-hmm. doesn't mix in. So you actually have to either stir it. Which brings me that's to that's all of them. Which brings me to the Legion. Holy uh, fucking well, crap! Right. Which one did you get? Did you get the? Lemon? I got the Legion. No, I got the orange. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then they asked me, "Do you want vodka? Do you want Grey Goose? Or do you want Grand Marnier?" And I'm thinking, I'm getting already a Grand Marnier slush. And if I have two more shots of Grand Marnier, it's gonna be super sweet. So I asked it for the I asked for the vodka. It tasted like an orange cream skull. It was awesome. We got it with the Grand Marnier. It didn't taste sweet at all. It was really, really good with the Grand Marnier. Yeah. It was look, it's it's good either way you do it. It's awesome. Yeah, well no, I'm just I just want to clarify for those that are like me, who are you know, may live in the sticks and don't get out a whole lot, when they're saying Grand Marnier I think they're mispronouncing it. It's called Grand Mariner. <laughs> because when I see it at the liquor store, that's what that's what I see. I just just throw it. So when you, it's it's Grand Mariner. Yeah. Friday so, was. Did, did you get the vodka? Or you you both got. Oh, the, we got the Grand Marnier. We got the Grand Marnier. And, and they got the Grand Marnier. The guy that was serving us, he actually held the jigger. And then he poured the over the yeah. He, oh my he god! He poured they're, it in there. They're heavy-handed with yeah. that. Yeah, and it's pouring over the jigger. And then as he's tipping it in the drink, it's still pouring in. He's still pouring. So, yeah, it was, it was so more good. like three or oh. four extra shots of Grand Marnier. Yeah. What, what is this drink? Is this the same orange drink you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what's his name? What's it? What, what's that cast member's <laughs> oh, name? Oh, I was something he, French. Yeah, I was too busy Pierre. watching my drink to worry about his name. <laughs> See, I really because Uncle Tim talked about it. Yes, which by yeah, the way, so what is yes. duo Uncle Tim Margarita? When he we go back in September because they had to leave early um, Sunday, so Uncle Tim, we owe you a margarita. We won't forget. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice to put his put. I got to shake his hand and Terry, and it was pretty awesome. I know we they didn't get to stay around very long because it was hot. It was hot, and it was it was really affecting Terry. So they had to yeah. Friday, quick rundown. Anything anything outstanding? We did Magic Kingdom. We finally ate at. Sanaa. And how was that? Sanaa. Oh, it was so good. It was was surprisingly good. good. It is a um, one-credit dining service meal if you actually use the the meal plan. And we had the bread service. Oh, yeah. That looks so good. With how many sauces did it come with? Oh, it looks fun. Six. Unbelievable. You can get it two Mm -hmm. ways. You can get it. It comes with the five different um, breads, which is a mixture of 
um, Nons and um, what was the other one? Papadam. Papadam. And I think Lavash. Uh, one, and there was, was another one. And you can get it with either six dippings or nine, which nine is like $2 more. It was like $15 for all nine. Get all nine. You have to get all nine. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. I could sit there. So it's just a and, dip. You tear off and dip, huh? You, well, yeah. I mean, spread you, it. they give you little... Little they give you little spoons in each um, each little sauce cup that you can spoon it on and spread it on that you don't gross everybody at your table out. Now, which okay. one of you had the lamb shank? Because that looked fucking awesome. That would be me because all I ate was lamb this trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Andrea. Andrea, all she ate was salmon at like every other restaurant. Yeah, it just I got stuck on. I don't eat it a lot at home, and it's either lamb or seafood, and yeah. I was just in the mood for something a little bit more than the seafood, so I got a lot of lamb this trip. That looked but, good. You know, it was, so it was fall off the bone tender. It was amazing. So having so been to Jico and Sanaa, what uh, would you prefer? It, two very two different, different experiences yeah, very that you different. can't compare. Number one, number two, from what I remember, that the. Um, our waiter told us at Sanaa was that Sanaa has very Indian spices mm-hmm. because yes, it it's named after the area in Africa that was actually predominantly Indian, influenced very heavily yeah. by India. Duran. But it's still African food, whereas Chico is more of an African influenced menu. You right. have a lot more things like wild boar and stuff yeah, like Chico that. Chico is very Ethiopian. This is a little exactly Eastern. Eastern African Durban kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very different experiences, very different food. I'm I, I do want to try Sanaa at some point. Um, my sister's been there; she loves it. She was she was a huge fan of it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it eventually on some well, trip. One little quick anecdote about Sanaa is they have um, Knob Creek makes a whiskey specifically for Sanaa. I f- really, yeah. I forgot mm-hmm. what the name of it is, but we huh. I tried some, and it was, it was very good. So I asked um, our bartender if they sold it anywhere else on property. You know, sometimes at the DVC stores, they do have a liquor cabinet. You could buy different mm-hmm. liquors. But that's not available anywhere but Sanaa. And she told me that her manager would be willing to sell me a bottle for $160. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, no. You see, no. but... What I'm hoping for is that the bottle will show up at that food and wine festival center because they do have a liquor store in the festival center where they sell a lot of their alcohol. So hopefully we'll keep an eye out for it there. Or if anybody else happens to know where we can get it, please send us an email because that would be really appreciated. If you live in Kentucky. Even if it's on the sly. If we've got any of our listeners that happen to work at Sanaa. <laughs> Damn, there goes our South African listeners. Fuck. <laughs> so Saturday's race day. You get up yes, at you yeah. get up at what two? The ass crack of dawn. Uh, well, I got up at two. I think Tim got three. up about three because I couldn't sleep anymore because I get overly excited about things. <laughs> That's like Christmas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Obviously not for you, Adam. I my bad. But the... oh, he celebrates Christmas. It's fine. Yeah, I celebrate <laughs> everything. But yeah, I get overly excited and then I get anxious because everybody knows I just started wearing contacts and I got contacts for the race. Well, every <laughs> once in a while, they take me a little bit to put in. So yeah, I got up a little bit earlier, made sure I was all ready to go. And then that was, was that the morning that we thought we broke the toilet? No, that was Friday. Friday morning was. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Oh. 
I, I've never seen this in any of the DVC resorts, uh, well, any of the resorts, period, but the rooms in Animal Kingdom Lodge, the toilets are pressure tanks. So if you take the lid off the tank, you're not going to see water. You're just going to see this huge plastic bladder that bladder. forces the water and you know forces everything down. What we didn't right. know is that you actually have to wait until the toilet builds up pressure again before you can flush it. So there's no such thing as a courtesy flush with those toilets. So we went to flush the toilet and it did nothing. So we thought, oh, great. You know, we got to call <laughs> maintenance here and have them fix the toilet. Then at the same time, the same morning, I, we go to retrieve our bagels and our butter out of the fridge and everything is, the butter's soft, everything's warm. It's like, great. Now this, the refrigerator's broken. Um, I'm cursing my DVC membership at this point. I'm like, my fucking dudes are not doing anything. Well, granted, Animal Kingdom's not our home resort, but... I was like, this place is falling apart. It's like SSR. It's like Saratoga Springs. It's the ghetto. So, needless to say, we fight, we realized afterwards because Adam messing with the knob, and you can hear the fridge turn on when you turn it warm and then cold again. The fridge was kind of cockeyed in its little cubby hole, so when we were closing the door, it was hitting the cabinet and not closing all the way. So I guess the, yeah. So basically, it was user error. It was user error. Both things. <laughs> so you live and you learn. I mean, you move on. So the toilet didn't have to sure. be fixed, and the, our fridge was good to go. But this is all like happening so. in like, one moment. And like, mm. I can't deal with this right now. But, but I can see it. On t- Tim goes to the, the the fucking you know the refrigerator's messed up. He goes in the bathroom, and there's just three seashells on the back of a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no plungers. No, so there's no plungers morning. in DVC rooms, which I find really odd. No, there wasn't, which is weird. So let's get back to race morning then. Yep, race um, morning. So there's a little... You get on a bus by your resort if you're staying on property. You have to get there either an hour to a half hour before the before you're assigned to be there. So our bus, I want to say, left at 3.30, and the last bus was at 4. Yeah. So we were there at 3.30. We get on our bus. We get there, and there's an amazing setup there. Where you have a meet and greet with characters, if you want to wait online. They have a little race um, stage, pretty much, and Sweater Vest was there, and he was, like, trying to hype up the crowd. We saw the um, Star Wars preview about 12 times. They're, yeah, the official <laughs> clip that they're showing in, you know, commercials and theater stuff. They have a DJ mm-hmm. playing music, and it's all, like, um, Star Wars uh, soundtrack music with mixed with hip-hop or... Um, dance it, music. It was, it was, really it was cool. pretty. It was pretty wild to see because you walk in there and it's just so overwhelming because it's just a sea of people. And I think the um, the actual count for the 10k was 11,000. Yeah. Well, 11,000 finishers. Yes. I don't know how many got swept, but it was 11,000 finishers. And you walk in and you know, you have the lines if you want to wait for um, characters. We waited for Phasma because you can't meet Phasma because you don't else. see her in the park. Yep. And she was actually a living initiative character, so she had the voice control box. Oh, yeah. You couldn't really hear what she was saying, but it, it was it's, it, they do a really good job of we, getting you to see some of these hard-to-see characters that you're not going to necessarily see in the park. We got up to see her, and she we woke up to her, and she goes, let's just get this over with. In, in, <laughs> in her Phasma voice and yeah. everything, it, it was pretty that awesome. Was pretty cool. Nice, nice. So you, and then we... You line up in your yeah. corral. And it's just the anticipation is, is your, your endorphins are going, your adrenaline's going, you're starting to second guess, why did I sign up for this? Um, you, you're talking to people. See, I never had that. I did. I had that. 
You know, I, I got, I mean, I'll be honest for me, I, it was, it was sensory overload for me at the beginning and it just, everybody there is super friendly. Yeah. You have conversations with almost people waiting around you. A lot of people, we had people running Wounded Warrior Project. We had a lot of stuff going on there that was just, it blew my mind as to how much this race means for so many different people and how many causes that are actually there that people run for. And we were in Corral D. Well, you were in D. I was in E. And that's right. Because it just, the way it happened... When he signed us up, it just, I guess, that split second where they filled up D and was moving to E. Because we both put in the same expected time to finish because we didn't have an official time to send Disney because it was our first official timed race. So you're allowed to move down a corral. So if your friends are racing in a corral under you and you want to be with them, you can move down a corral and, and start with them. You cannot move up a corral. So he moved down to E and they- to start with me. And then we, they, each crowd went in separate waves, and every wave they shoot off fireworks for. And it, it was just, it's definitely, if it's something you're thinking about doing, do it. It is awe-inspiring. Because you will never have a race experience, a run experience like that, ever anyplace else, I would say. And just to throw it out to Sarah, you know, yeah, you ran the half. We heard about it. We're thinking of doing a challenge next year of the half and the 10K for um, Wine and Dine. You've been challenged, Not Sarah. this coming one, but the next one. So if you're down, let us know. You know, we did keep the 13-minute pace, so we're there if you want to challenge us in person, Sarah. Put your money where your mouth is. Oh. <laughs> was that a gauntlet? That's a that gauntlet. gauntlet. It might have been. Is that I, what I heard? I, <laughs> took, I, heard? I took my glove off and I smacked her across the face with it. <laughs> it's on <laughs> like a true gentleman and I, I, I think oh. the Odegaards are going to join us too yeah I, I'll, I'll race you guys let me know when if you give me enough time I will definitely plan it and I will uh, book my room and I'll get down there and, and, and awesome um, my big awesome. thing is the uh, registration for the thing but Adam I can get with you on the side yeah. with that yeah definitely um, I, I do want to say in your guys' defense I know you ran a little bit smaller race than she did but at least you guys were able to walk afterwards oh this yeah, is true. true oh you know what you know what? <laughs> to be fair, that as long as you continue to move after the run, you're okay. That's yeah. the one tip we can. I almost everybody. didn't make it off the bus back to the resort because my leg cramped up so bad. Because yep. we sat for almost a good 15, 20 well, minutes was, before the bus moved. Yeah, out. and then it was another twenty minutes back to the resort. So the one thing, the one tip that we heard that from everybody is fun. that when you finish the race, most people will say, "Oh, we're just going to hang out at the resort and relax, sit in a hot tub." Don't do that. Keep moving. You got to keep moving because the lactic acid will continue to build in your legs right. even after the race. Get that ass out and of then you'll just yeah. crap up. And you've got to dilute yes. that. Yeah, absolutely. 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 That that's why we're doing the wine this. and dine because there's a tent afterwards. Yeah. So Mikey, <laughs> um, Mikey, well those guys run Lop, uh, uh, the Tambu Lounge opens at 7:30. You want me over there? Well, don't, you're not invited, dude. Well, don't be dicks. Who, who, yeah. If you don't run, you don't get invited. Get the, yeah. invited. No, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> yes. be at the bar. You guys have fun running. Get the cheer, At least get the fucking cheer package and cheer That's us on. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know what? We will be... This, wait, do you get any booze? No. Well, yeah, you can bring Mikey, booze to us. Mikey, wait we'll a be, second. We'll be the you're going to stay in... Bo- <laughs> you do realize that during the race, there was ladies sitting on the side handing out Bloody Marys to runners. Yes. 
Really? Oh, yeah. yes. Nice. <laughs> Where do I sign up for that? There were. By, awesome. Because at one point you run by um, Boardwalk, the yep. Boardwalk Hotel. And people were handing out. And there were people set up just taking out booze and stuff. It, I mean, it's, no, it's listen, really a lot That was of the best part of the race was the first three miles were on the highway. You run out of um, the Magic Kingdom gates because it started in the Magic Kingdom overflow lot. You run out of the gates and you're going down World Drive. And then you switch over to, um, oh, what the hell is the name of the road? Whatever road uh, that leads you to I, the Hollywood I, Studios. Once you there was a ramp. Yeah. That's all I remember. Oh, that was the worst part. Going up that exit ramp back on onto the other highway. Now we we expected to constantly see the balloon ladies in our rearview mirrors. Yeah. And that's the threat. You know, everybody stay away from the balloon ladies. You got to stay ahead of the balloon ladies. But we got over that ramp, and I happened to look behind us. And there was still a sea of people behind us. So we, right then we knew we were not in a sure. good a threat to get swept. And that's why I think Scott and Mike, you need to really consider running yeah. it. Because it's really it's not, not that, that difficult. Bad. It's not Especially that if you bad. Train. You walk more <clears throat> right. in the... <laughs> I'm not saying run, put your glass down. You can walk this race <laughs> and complete it. it. Drunken Ned's <laughs> rules for good health. C, run only if chased. <laughs> you don't need to run. You can walk it. You can jog. Listen, I, after the first five minutes, I had to stop. Oh, no. don't. If I was to do it, there would be no running. It would be entirely jogging or as I used to do in gym class. But that's fine. That. It's like, you know, when you're, when you're at the crosswalk and you get halfway across, you're like, eh, I'm going to pretend to run. So that's fine. Look, I'm, that's not, fine. I'm not doubting the ability to do it. I'm pretty sure he I can do it. You just want to. I just, I just don't want to. Uh, look, we got uh, a little bit of time. We're convinced we're, uh, you. I, we've, we've convinced you of looking at other things. I know, I know, but no. <laughs> look, I'll, uh, I, you know, I was down there for uh, the half marathon. Was my first day down there. Uh, it was really cool. I will say it was really cool to wake up on my balcony, and there's runners going by. There's che- there's cheerleaders going on, and there's Star Wars music playing on my balcony. That was pretty cool in the morning. Uh, but I saw a cheerleader there that day. Uh, another another podcaster that that pretty much just cheers and you know I'll join him for that. Okay, we're not, I'll, I'll we're not gonna mention you guys name. on. We're not gonna mention his name. <laughs> no, we're we, not we don't him. need to mention his name. But it was it was a pretty cool experience because he was one of my first podcasts that I listened to. It's pretty cool. I'll join him in cheerleading you guys while I'm at the bar and out of the heat. No, you see, your job will be to bring us yes. drinks. Then we will we'll tell, tell you, you when we're yeah. getting close to you, and then you will need to bring us drinks. Absolutely, you can. <laughs> you can meet me and Mikey at the bar and have drinks. With <laughs> no, us. we can't because After we have drunk. a time schedule. <laughs> no, just bring us. You, you don't. It'll be five minutes out of your drinking at the bar. You come down, you bring us the drink, you say hello, and then no, you, you don't even have to say hello. Just hold upstairs. it out, and I'll grab it while I'm running past you. <laughs> there you go. It'll be fine. See, I'm wondering if we can set up like that and just be, you know, have like, you know, certain areas where we can be just handing out, you know, yeah. beverage, alcohol. People were doing it. People as, 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 as they go People were by. doing it. I mean, I, okay. How frequently were they I doing only that? saw one, but that we only ran the 10. It's more prevalent to the half because there's a lot more runners, there's a lot more stations. So people were doing it more during the, the half marathon. We get a good showing from yeah, the free we, sheets. Maybe shots of before you Here's what running. we do. Here's what we do. We, we create an official three sheets running team. Okay. We'll run. Whoever else wants to run will run. We'll, we'll raise money for a charity. And then we'll have volunteers from the group 
Mikey and Scott can lead that group, and they can hand out alcoholic beverages to the runners. Yeah, we'll take care of the runners. You take care of the alcohol. And Stephanie would run Mikey. Can, I know we that. We can even right? get three sheets glow clues yeah, to put in the drinks. <laughs> Go oh, on. I, if I could talk, oh, Rachel, that'd be spending fine, money. But I know. I know. I think Sarah and Matt. Our admin Sarah and her husband, mm-hmm. I know they run sometimes together. I think I've seen pictures of them running or uh, getting done with marathons. I mean, so ideally, if we can have in. one person in each race, because there will be three races and the kids' races. The oh, we're 5K. Do two. I'll do that there's one. There's the 5K, which is will be usually Friday. Yep. The 10K is Saturday, and the half yeah. is Sunday. Well, why don't you, we do all three? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no. No. No, I'll do. I mean, the five k is not much. The five k would help for training. You don't get any credit for doing the five k with the rest of them. You get credit if you do the ten k and the half. So I'll do the ten k and half. Okay. I mean, I could do. I could probably do all three if I start training for it. I mean, what is a ten k? What is that? Is it six point two miles? Six and a half miles. Six point two. Six point two miles. Okay, and then the 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 half is twelve point thirteen point one. Thirteen point one. Okay. Yeah, it's fuck yeah, I'm down. Let's do right, it. Start training. All right, both of them. Okay. All right. Have fun, guys. Have fun. <laughs> um, I mean, you also have to realize there are professional racers who run these races mm-hmm. just so that they can get into the first early crowds, so that they don't have to run the race. Yeah. And because there were a few people that we talked to, there were people who were making fast pass selections for the marathon. To get on rides while they're running the race because there's no lines. There's a lot of – it's a lot more fun than what you think it is. If there's no lines, why were they making fast pass selections? Because it depending on how they far were, back they, you yeah, are. Yeah, they were going to get theirs yeah. – go on, go on the rides after the race. You know, good mm-hmm. for them. It, oh. It's for either them. that or depending on where you are in the pack, it, the parks can open at 9 o'clock depending on what time you're there. Mm-hmm. So if you have that fast pass at 9 o'clock, you can hit your fast pass and keep it moving. Yeah, because when we got to Epcot on Sunday, there was people still running through Epcot. I will say, for the, for the non-runner, like Mikey and myself, uh, plan accordingly. Because if you – the, the races, you know, depending on which race is being run, find out where they end, find out where they go through. Because the people that run those races tend to stay near those parks. Like, I will say Sunday, Epcot – in the morning, was crazy crowded. Well, that was also because they probably had part of Epcot closed for the runners. It did. It did. The la- that, when, that's the only reason. When we got to Epcot, the lamps were still lit. Right, because when we got to Epcot on Sunday, it was empty. Because yeah. we actually went to Epcot. We didn't go for a rope drop, but we got there mm-hmm. about, I want to say, like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. About the same time. And, and it, there was nothing in the front of the park. We were able to walk on anything we yeah, wanted. Yeah, they still to. had they still had races running through um, Future World, and yeah. they still had because we had we tried to get across to uh, guest services, but they still had that section blocked off because that's where they ran the runners out of the park. Yeah, but we got on Spaceship Earth, came out, and literally all the races were done, all the cones were gone. It was like the race never existed. It was so weird how they mm-hmm. completely cleaned up right after. Yeah, we had we had breakfast in France and then walked over to Spaceship Earth. And by the time we got over there, it was like a thirty minute wait at like nine forty five or ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we didn't have a, it. Must have been because we got there after that. Yeah. It was probably yeah. people finishing up the race and then going for a ride. Yep. But uh, but it was still cool. It, it was cool to see the torches lit around World Showcase at nine 
30 in the morning. It's actually really cool to watch the sun come up while you're running. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. It was pretty was awesome. When we did the, it, the view was amazing. We got to Epcot earlier because our race didn't go all the way through um, Hollywood Studios like the half did. So the half didn't go all the way through either. No, I. It just went through that little part that we did because of, of all the construction. No, it didn't. It went through more of Epcot. It didn't go through more of the um, studios. And we got there just as the sun was coming up. The torches were still lit. We came in right by the party pavilion and then right around the short side of World Showcase and then out through Future World. And then do the I mean if it's on anybody's bucket list, at least yeah, try it. At least I'm try not, it. I'm not gonna say if, if you wanna if you're gonna run a race and, and I've got uh, my friend that I that we visit with down in Disney, she is she's very much into the running. Uh they, she does she's actually going to Disneyland uh, in I think next month to do one of the races over there. Uh, uh, I want to say if next month I want to say that's the is that the Mar- the is that Marvel race is that superhero race I don't know she, she, she's dressing up as tw- she and her friend are dressing up as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. No, that might be the. I don't so, know which race it is. I don't know if they're just dressing up for that or for whatever they for whatever their reason is, but I'm not sure what race it is. But they're they she she actually went to Paris. She went to a Disneyland Paris to do a race. Nice. So was that Chelsea? Yeah, that was Chelsea. Yeah, she ran the inaugural. I yeah. remember mm-hmm. talking to her about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. She she's big into running. She's big into running. Bobby, not All so right. much. <laughs> Me and Bobby, we find our way to the bar for those races. Yeah. And the and the golf course. And the golf course. So after the after the race, we we. Went back to the room, got showered, changed, mm-hmm. and just went right back out to the park because we heard, like, don't stand still because that's when you have problems. Yeah. We tried to hit Hollywood yeah. Studios, but it was just too crowded, so we ended up back at Magic Kingdom. And then we met up, uh, we met up around, like, well, no, that 3 was, o'clock that afternoon? No, that was Sunday. We met up on Sunday. Oh, Sunday, Sunday. We met on Sunday. Yeah, we didn't meet up on Saturday. No, because did we? we didn't get into, no, we didn't get into, like, 8.30 at night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we tried to sit at Epcot. I mean, we tried to sit at Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, after running, the worst thing you can do is either stand or sit in one position for too yeah. long. And the lines at Hollywood Studios were ridiculous. And I'm finding this a trend to be with Hollywood Studios. That if you get there, because everybody considers it a half-day park, if you get there too late in the day, you're done. You're not going to get on almost anything because everybody's queuing up for those same few rides that all that's there to do. And especially on the weekends. We went uh, we went to Hollywood Studios, I think, like Tuesday night or Wednesday night. And it was a 15-minute wait for Toy Story, uh, 25 minutes for Rock and Roller Coaster. It was, the park was empty. It was wonderful. We went through the Star Wars launch bay. And I will say, I am looking forward to Star Wars at Hollywood Studios because we had, and my wife has never seen a Star Wars movie. I know, God bless her. Um, and you're still married to her. This this trip and like going through it with Ethan and Ethan loved meeting Chewbacca, loved meeting BB-8, Kylo Ren. BB who? BB-8. That's not what you said. BB-08, whatever. <laughs> I, I call him BB-08. I don't know why, because you know R two D two. He's got he's got four letters. BB-08. K two S O. No. If you would have just kept going, I could have edited that out. No, I couldn't help it. And I'm like, we have to call him out. We have to call him out. I don't care. No, he calls me out when I make mistakes. I'm allowed to call him out when he does. Look, we met BB-08. He asked me about my hair. 
So we uh, have BB-08 and Glow Clube. Yeah. Uh, BB-08 asked me about my hair. He um, well, he was very inquisitive about it. You have to explain how BB-8 works for those who haven't seen him yet. So, so you, it, it is one it of the is, most. It, awesome. it is really cool. It's very cool. BB-8 uh, sits on this like pedestal, kind of like uh, chest height for most people, and. He sits there and he rolls back and forth a little bit. He moves a little bit. And then he talks to you through the handler that is that is taking your picture by the next to the photo pass. And she'll interpret for him. And it was really cool. It was a really great experience because Ethan is kind of at that age where he's like, what did he say? What is he talking about? And you kind of like relate to him. And he loved it. He absolutely loved meeting BB-8. It was really cool. I mean, they did it for the adults, too, because yeah. oh, it was just him and I in there. And he told, they were telling us what he was saying, and we were responding back. And that's the thing about Disney. As long you can play back. Yeah. It, it's one of those situations but where it's just are. about however you want to make that experience fit for you. Yes, you can be the teenager sulking in the corner and do absolutely nothing. Or you can actually enjoy and have fucking fun with it. So, I mean... Mikey can relate to that. We always play back. Mikey's got one of those. As much money as... I keep going back to money, guys. And as much money as you're spending to go to a place like this. And and the first time I went where I made that decision the first time where when I meet Mickey, I just... I'm going to meet Mickey. I'm not meeting a cast member in a costume. Okay? When I meet these guys, that's who I'm meeting, mm-hmm. and it made it a whole different experience. Yeah, it was an incredible. It was in, it's incredible. So when we go down there and meet the cast members, I mean, you and, and, and you know what? In essence, you are meeting Mickey because it's somebody that was cast for this. It's someone that interviewed for this. Someone that Disney said that this person qualifies to be this person and a friend of Mickey. You know, so it's not like it's yeah, it's not like it's untruth. But yeah, yeah. Adam, you're right. It it makes the it makes it nothing. Tr- no other character embodies that more. Than whoever they get to play Kylo fucking Ren. Oh <laughs> my god! I, I have not met uh, him yet. You know what? Last year he intimidated the shit out of Adam because he just got right in his face and just stared him down. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't move. And well, no, because he would wait. Let me tell. Because he was talking like he was inches away from my face throughout the whole freaking encounter. Because I stupidly wore a BB-8 it, well, shirt. Yeah, if he was an inch away from Adam's face, it was a lot. He literally got right. Yeah. At you. I, <laughs> It just was hitting that damn voice box, talking at me, and I'm like, either I'm going to hit him, or I'm just going to laugh nervously throughout this whole thing. I chose the latter, <laughs> and just dealt with it, with the stupid smirk on my face. There are pictures that I will post in the group, but this time around, Tim got scared oh, by yeah. him, and that was awesome, because I saw it happen. The, <laughs> the, best, the best part about those characters, like Chewbacca, BB-8, and Kylo Ren is there's some person there that is interacting with you. It's not just a pre-recorded dialogue right. that's, okay, this happens, and then this well, happens, and this no, happens. Well, Kylo Ren is pre-recorded because you have the actual voice, but they have ways to choose what they say to you. Because it is Kylo, it's I, Kylo Ren's voice. It's I clips. heard that they actually have no, the it's, it's Kylo living Ren. character. Yes, yeah, living character. They, they yeah, have the actual voice changer Ren. from the movie. The, the same yeah. technology for the voice changer. The, the guy can talk into it and, and it yeah, comes out like Darth Vader. There's no way There's no way Phasma's voice is going to be the same as Phasma. And Phasma's voice was dead on. Well, Phasma they, was they're probably... Snippets. It's the same thing with BB-8 where they have... It's the same thing with Mickey. Mickey has pre-recorded yeah. selections well, that, that he can talk, talk to. That creepy motherfucker. 
That was so hey, creepy. But blasphemy, me, dude. Blasphemy. Oh too. no, that oh, was no, scary. No, no, no. Oh that, no. That's another story, but no. Let's go back to, let's go back to Kylo here, Red. dude. Right in my heart. Let's go back to Kylo Ren. Yeah, let's, let's go back to his Kylo Ren. But oh my god, the living Mickey when he talks and his eyes move. Oh no, I will no, never no, do no, that no, again. That scared me more than it creeped me out more than anything else. I I need my Mickey not to talk. And that's what I found out from that experience. My boys love talking, Mickey. They freaking, they must know what's going on with the magic bands. They can talk to you and interact with you. The the freaking, uh, it was so amazing. The video that we got with them, it was just amazing. It was just a whole bunch of no for me. I don't need to do that again. <laughs> That's going to be a no from me. <laughs> Not again. Nope. I, we have yet, We have yet to do the, the um, talking Mickey because basically we do enough of Ohana and uh, Mickey's Hollywood or uh, Hollywood and Vine buffet that we get to see Mickey two or three times during the trip on buffets. And I'm fine with that. And I like not talking it's Mickey. a total yeah i um i, I think i talking like mickey talking was a one mickey. and done mm-hmm. so we're a one and done for talking one on talking mickey huh i don't know it yeah. just seems i've seen videos of it and so it just seems weird. a little bit weird it, like, it right was up very very strange it was just very and then you like when it stopped talking and you didn't know when it was going to start and talking just, it, it just, just was now yeah it's just like and then all of a sudden it starts talking and it's like uh all right i can't do this anymore but why don't you tell me your Kylo Ren experience, well, Tim? Was. Yeah. I got sidetracked with, with talking Mickey. Well, that was your own it fault. You it brought was it up. not my fault. <laughs> it was your fault and Jake's fault. It Fight. wasn't my fault. You fucking kill me, dude. You ripped out a piece of my heart. Just so you know, and I'm going to drop it. And I'm going to stomp on it. Dead. Don't worry. It's yeah, okay. He'll nice. he'll kill us all at the end of the podcast. It'll yeah. be fine. Jason, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, Jason. I've got a story that will restore your heart later on. So, Kylo right. Ren, go. So Kylo Ren, we we did the Kylo Ren regular meet and greet at with Chewbacca at the um, launch, what is the launch pad, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. launch pad, launch, launch pad. So they also had the chase meet and greet over in the same area. So I was like, all right, let's do it. I'm hoping, I'm praying for Vader because you can't meet Vader anymore in Hollywood Studios. So we're online, we're sitting online, we're waiting, waiting, and we're like the third group in ready to meet him and all of a sudden the, these two girls go in and one of them screams oh it's Kylo Ren I'm like okay right, great so we just wait on this line for nothing so alright we'll wait anyway we're here we walk in now the chase the chase area is kind of different if you've ever been to launch bay and met Kylo Ren you know it's it's all open you walk in mm-hmm. you automatically see him you automatically see the backdrop where you're going to take the picture yeah he's on the bridge this this area you walk in I'm oblivious. I'm, I'm like not paying attention. I walk in, I drop the camera bag on the floor, and I literally just look up, and he's like staring me right in the face, and I jump. He literally scared the shit. <laughs> had had I not had I been in a different situation, I probably would have laid him out because he was just literally right. right in front of my face. And right. Adam just starts <laughs> laughing his ass off. The uh, photo pass photographer's laughing his ass. I'm talking cursive. <laughs> yes. Talking cursive. Yeah. <laughs> laughing his ass off. And then Kylo Ren is just standing there, and he goes, "Are you through?" <laughs> <laughs> See, okay. and, that's, and that's why I—that's why I love the Star Wars because they, the living character initiative. These people really interact with you and really yes. talk with you, yes, and have a great interaction with you. Chewie with Ethan was great. Uh, the, he's 
like, and obviously it's through a handler, but they still interact when they want to interact, not just kind of like mm-hmm. a pre-recorded set line. So, yeah. does I, Chewie make the Chewie noise? Oh, of course. Oh yeah. Nice. Now, is is it a recording or is it the cast member making the noise with his throat? He's because, he's making the noise when he opens throat. his mouth, but there's like a voice box on his on his like uh, oh, no, his, his belt, his chest band. Yeah, belt. yeah. It's pretty cool. No, I heard it from his throat. It was coming from his throat. Yeah, it's like up, well, that's probably like what the speaker on his thing. Yeah, it's like the speaker's yeah. up on his like shoulder, uh, up near his shoulder. So it sounds like it's coming from his throat. It's really cool. It's very. Well, that impressive. should be the first thing though that they ask you. If, oh, you want to be chewy? Okay, can you? You know, and then fucking if you can't, you don't do it. You know, I'm, I'm I, short and tubby. Put me in the suit. I'll wear well, stilts. well, here's the thing. I think the first thing they ask you is, are you seven feet tall? Right, right. And if the answer is no, then go head. away. Well, it's uh, you, it, it, Mikey, you could be an Ewok or a Jawa what? or whatever. Um, but the DVC, going back to the uh, the Disney Visa, um, those are excellent. If you got Disney Visa, take advantage of those, the Chase Visa. Take advantage of those meet and greets because they are really, really nice, really intimate. Yeah. Um, take advantage of them. Now, uh, Tim, Tim, did you guys see the Jawas there? Yes. Yeah, they they interacted with Ethan. They kind of. They they like booped his nose and and from like for the next like three or four days, Ethan would go, boop on my nose and he was did like you, the Jawas did, you get a trade did that. With them? No, we didn't no, have anything to trade at that time. Let me tell you what those son of a bitches are fucking hardcore when it comes oh, yeah. to trading. Here's how I ended up getting them. They didn't want nothing of our shit. I ended up buying gems and bringing them up for uh, one of the shows. I ended up telling him they were Imperial Diamonds, and he, he would trade with the boys because they were Imperial Diamonds. And the other thing else, he didn't want nothing to do with no, – I mean, he was he was hardcore, like, flipping us, flipping our, his hands away, like, mm, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I'm like, well, I got two – I got Imperial Diamonds here, so he finally traded with the boys. But, man, he was fucking hardcore. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't, get, to, we didn't get to trade anything with him. Okay. I think they changed the rules on that. Because they? they found out that too many people were just giving pretty much garbage and expecting something nice in return. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. So they, they make you work a little bit harder for it. And at oh, one they point, made us work for it. it depended on what you gave them would be the value of what they gave you back. And I think that's all gone away at this point, which is kind of sad because, people, again, people have to ruin it for other people. Yeah. And I well, just, and, but I mean, it was like, like hardcore where a kid was getting ready to cry and I had another one left and I went up to the mom. I says, here, you just you give this to him and tell him it's an Imperial diamond. And, uh, sure. Shit. He took it. I mean, it made the kid, but I'm like, fuck dude, this kid's going to cry, but I guess that's business, yeah. right? No, I, I think, I think the, the cool moment for, for me being a star Wars fan was when, when Ethan's meeting the Jawa and he's like booping his nose and taking pictures with him. He's like, Ooh, teeny. I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, no, Star Wars Launch Bay is awesome. It's really awesome. Um, you see, I, I liked it the first time I went through it. The second time that we went through it, it there's nothing new. Yeah, it's not much okay. there. And that's my issue with it. it it's enough. still stuff from the episode, the last episode that was out. The speeder is still there. Ray's outfit still there. Mm-hmm. Nothing's really been updated or touched. And we were just there in October, so maybe they're taking some time with it. I would have loved to see some more Rogue One stuff in there, honestly. But I guess they just they didn't feel the need to put any of that in. I'd love to see a life-size K2SO. Oh, That's man. what I'm saying. I would have loved yeah, to see. that would have been really K2SO cool. K2SO is such a character that everybody connected with. Oh, my wife they, loved it. 
And they didn't put him in, and I don't get why. Yeah. I think he's important enough to put in. Granted, he's not alive anymore, but he's a droid. They can download memories he and stuff. He was voiced by Alan Tudyk. Yes. He's not going to stay alive. <laughs> Alan Tudyk needs work. Yes. <laughs> Find him something. Hashtag save Alan Tudyk. He doesn't need any work. Alan, Alan's doing fine. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to Liter- get into Literally, it, every, anytime, anytime Disney... He's the new... Uh, he's the new... Uh, Paul Freeze, Peter Winchell. Or Paul Winchell? Paul Winchell. Paul Freeze is... This is where you put the crickets, Jason. Oh, yeah, I'm just sitting here awkward. Yeah, Paul everybody's Freeze. like, Paul Freeze, who? are you fucking kidding me? Paul Freeze, are you four fucking kidding me? I don't know names. Dude, you know me and names. God damn it. That's how I am. No, I'm the same way. Names. Okay. Do, I don't know any names. Dear Three Sheets listeners. I'm lucky I know your names. Dear Three Sheets listeners, please tell me somebody knows who Paul Freeze is. Well, why don't you just fucking tell us the ghost host, the redhead auctioneer? Oh, he's Disney legend. That wasn't Arsenio. Well, you should have some- just said Xavier the ghost Arsenio host. Something like, cool. like that. You're thinking of Exactencio, Ex- who wrote the script. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I can't remember everybody. Oh. He was a voice in there too, Paul, though. Paul Freeze. Paul Freeze is also the Jolly Green Giant. Paul Winchell. Er, Paul Winchell is um, uh, Tigger. And a bunch of other voices. I mean, they, they, they used a lot of voices, but they're the, that's Alan Tudyk now. I don't know that he's a Disney legend. Paul Freese? <coughs> no, I think he is. Alan yeah. Tudyk. Oh, Alan Tudyk should be a Disney legend. He will, he will be. He will be. Maybe Disney should bring back Firefly. Anyways. So when he asked to come on the show, I should have said yes. I wouldn't mind. I'm in agreement with that comment. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, yeah, I just like want Firefly, Firefly back, Firefly. period. I mean, he's dead, so it, it would have to be like a, a, a prequel kind of thing. That's fine. But that's I a whole no different with podcast. That, I could talk for hours <laughs> about this. So um, I got a question because everybody was down there. Did uh, Tim and Adam, you guys went to Animal Kingdom? Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. How, how was the Pandora thing? Uh, well, uh, you know what? Was it open? All yet? right. So, okay, I'm well, fucking well, done here. Right, right, hold on. I want to I want to talk about <laughs> the right. story that happened to all of us when we were in Epcot. The kind of kind of yeah oh my yeah ass. yeah I'm still so, a little bit so, chapped over it. So Sunday night we all met up at Epcot. Um, we met Uncle Tim and Terry, and uh, very I I got to meet them very briefly. Tim and Adam spent a little more time with them. We got drinks at, at Mexico and then walked over to Imagination Pavilion to because Ethan is obsessed with Figment. Jason, yeah. Um, we're standing in line. No wait, there was no to, wait. Oh yeah, we're, no wait. No wait. We're standing so, for the we're standing for the train. Yeah, there's Damn. no there's no wait. The cars it's so bad the cars aren't even moving. They just cars sitting there and the cast members are sitting there. It was it was myself, Adam, yeah, I st- Scott, Andrea, Ethan, and friends of um, Scott. But there were, there were also other people waiting by the other car because mm-hmm. it's it's set up in like. If you haven't been on the ride or the attraction in a while, it's set up where they're like two train cars that each hold about what seven people, sixteen yeah. people yeah. or so. The, the, yeah, it's it's like it's like sixteen people per ride. Yeah, there's maybe like ten of us waiting, and there's an empty train in front of us, and the cast member says, "That's the train of the Donald Trump supporters," and they send the train through, and then they sent the train through. And the train was totally No, empty. he said it yeah. about our train. No, no he, he said it about, the, he said it about no, their tra- the, the, the train, train going through, the empty train, Tim. 
And it was just a weird comment. No, I, I that, swore. I, it felt to me like he said it about Outrain because no. he said it as we were getting on Outrain. No, he said. Yeah, he was. No, he was making the was. joke as if like nobody's a Donald Trump supporter, so they that's yeah. the train of nobody, and that's going through the ride, and that's all the Donald Trump supporters in Disney World, which was the weirdest comment, and I've never expected to hear something like that at Disney from a Disney cast member. And it, you know, that's not my only issue with it. And was anybody and wearing the make Epcot great again? No, it, no, not it, on that. Not on that day. Not on that day. Okay. No, but here, here's my honest issue with this: is that Disney's my happy place. Yeah. And yes, I expect people to talk about politics around me. I expect that. This is my happy place. This is where I go to de-stress, unwind, and not think about things. Yeah. I don't need a cast member bringing up politics to me. I don't need any of that, and it kind of put a really bad twist on the rest of that evening. It did. But, sure, and, that, it, and that's exactly it, Adam. It fucking would ruin an evening. I'll tell you yes. what, you guys are nicer than me. I would have uh, said I wanted to speak to the cast member supervisor. We didn't and, have and, to. And, and, yeah, we, we, we didn't have to. We, have we to. had, it's we had someone <clears throat> Someone in our in our party is... Oh, was was your upper, upper management? Yeah. Upper management in Epcot, heard it, and made some, We were made sitting some with them in the same she, car. She made yeah. notes of it. No, she made it, was, it was quickly erased because we get to the, the room where the scents are and you get that skunk smell. And mm-hmm. Ethan, Ethan just blurts out, Oh, somebody farted! <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. uh, that actually turns into the theme for the oh, rest yeah. of the trip, the, and the, that's part yeah, of the rest it. of the oh. trip. <laughs> oh, you farted. Oh, you farted. <laughs> Ethan loves that ride. Loves that ride. That that quickly and and Ethan was actually sitting with Tim and Adam in in their car. He thoroughly enjoyed that ride. He's he's, he's a good kid. kid. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see see Disney through the because we don't always see Disney through the eyes of a kid because we don't have any. So when we get together with friends or family that bring kids, it's nice to see it through their eyes. And it was pretty cool. He he loved that. He we rode uh, the land with him. And mm-hmm. he was he was loving the land. Yeah, he was very intrigued by the land. Uh, we actually we ended up doing Figment like four more times during the trip because of nice. that ride. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he just likes the fart room. Sorry, oh, <laughs> I apologize. He loves the it's... fart the fart part. And then weren't you getting him to say that uh, Bob Iger was the one that farted? No. Oh, uh, I was like he he's like well who 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 put that there? I was like. Bob Iger put that there. Oh yeah, then he said Bob Iger farted. Did Bob Iger fart? Yeah. All right. I guess we should really talk about what we saw at Animal Kingdom. Okay. So yeah. yeah um, I don't know what you didn't see. So, oh yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah. And I know right, what so, we heard. Well, that, well, that goes into that goes into another uh, another little in piece of information we got is that um, May second is com- very coming up uh, coming up this week. Starting this week, will be cast member previews Tuesday, for right? uh, Pandora mm-hmm. Tuesday. Okay. Um, it's barely ready for that. Yeah, they're pushing this so fast. The pass holder and DVC previews will be basically the the hope to God everything's working and it may not work. It's going to be the opening of Disneyland, women's shoes sinking into the asphalt because it's not yet dry kind of kind of day. 
You see, but but where are all the video leaks coming from all of a sudden? Because there's videos of oh, the yeah. ride now on YouTube. The last two days. There's they must have had a, a, a media thing. Yeah, I was yeah. watching it. But, and, it, and it's funny because when they have like a cast member or, hell, it, it could have been Landau walking with the group of, uh, of, of people and saying, you know, we, you, you can't, you know, it, it's not complete. Or Joe Rohde actually said it's not completely finished yet. So you're getting a... a a glimpse of what it mm-hmm. will be when it is finished. And then they, I heard them in one of the videos, the cast member take them through there, says, now you can't record everything in, in the area, so we're going to have to ask you to turn your cameras off now before we take you into the, the next area. Mm. But I'll say I was happy with what I saw. I refuse to it watch. Looks- well, and, and you here's get the thing with this. And, but the only reason why we can say, I can say what we're going to say is because we did do the, um, the DVC pass holder event for Fantasyland. Not everything was ready when that opened either. There were no lights that were working. Yeah. Um, the whole outside of the Under the Sea Adventure for Ariel mm-hmm. was not done and nowhere near completed the queue. They got it all together by the time of official grand opening. Yeah. But during those previews, it's just test. So does it surprise me that they're ready that not everything's ready? No. Of course not. They're these are behind the scenes stuff. There's there's a lot more theming that's gonna go in. They're not gonna let everybody see everything all at once. And I have a feeling that as they go forward, even from the official opening, I don't think it's gonna be I, I think it'll be like ninety five percent complete. There'll yeah, be a probably. few glitches here and there. And then over the course of the summer, they'll work it out. And by the time you guys go in September, it should be ready to go. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I think it's going to be. I saw all I wanted to see is that big ass mech that's in front of the Pongu Pongu refreshments thing. The big mech is, is really there. The mech from Avatar is built nice. and it's full scale. And, and fuck it, I'm done. That's, that's, all, I've got. that's all I care about. I, just want to I, see I haven't. Picture I refuse to, to watch anything. any I want to be surprised. I really feel yeah. like Mikey is our official like avatar correspondent on this yeah. show. Yeah. He's <laughs> because I'm like, Stephanie hates it because I'm like she's like what are you watching? That's like some uh, shit from Avatar Land. She's like <sighs> she doesn't want to see it, but I'm like That's no, how I, I am. I, I want to see it, so I mean, so man. I know when I get down there, I'm just like <laughs> we did radio blackout for Paint the Night before we went to go see it. Mm-hmm. We did blackout for the new Soren before we saw it. I will mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Ruin anything with a pre-show or a walkthrough or anything I until I personally see it because then I wanna yeah. I wanna actually experience it. Before I'm, then I can watch all the videos and the behind-the-scenes stuff. But until I actually see it and experience it, I'm one of those people who want to go in with it fresh. I tell you yeah. what, that's why I, I didn't I didn't share anything from any rides. I think I posted one video of like. The food in one of the restaurants, I think, is the video I shared. Yeah, yeah. Well, I won't watch that. anything those, that says Pandora at this point. Up. I'm not going to watch. And, and and here's the thing, I like, I've seen. Uh, so we we did get to ride Frozen. I had watched the Frozen ride on YouTube before. Yep. And I saw what it was. I knew what was coming. The ride is 95. percent Holy fucking shit! That's awesome. I will say that. Really? Yeah. Just it's from, really just from good. A technology chest. It's beautiful it's to look at. Awesome. The scene where Elsa does the let it go and she turns you around and pushes you back, 
that was really yeah. fucking cool. It's a beautiful attraction. Will I wait three no. hours no. for I it? No, wait. because I won't no. wait three hours for anything we anymore. Wait, we got a fast but, pass for it. We waited like 20 so minutes, we. maybe that. And, and the interior of that theme, it's oh, themed Oh, way better. Oh, my God. So much better than carpeted walls. Way mm-hmm. better. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, it's a beautiful attraction. Now. Is it everybody's cup of tea? No. Obviously no. not. It's never going to. But is anything going to satisfy everybody no. when they change something? But you know what? No. So. But you know what? When you have a three-hour wait, it satisfies enough people. Yeah. You, you're not. That's it. Look, you're not going to satisfy the hipsters with this ride. But you know what? There's they're they're going to miss. A four-hour wait. The hipsters are satisfied Sunday. because it's Broadway at Dina Menzel. The hipsters are very satisfied with that, right? Well, no, the, I mean, I'm talking the 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 maelstrom. Never forget, not, not my, my Norway kind of people. Yeah, not my not my Norway people. But still, it was a very good ride up until the very end. I have never gotten wet on maelstrom ever. There was there was never a big there was never a big splash. No, there's more. We water got than that right now. we got soaked on Frozen. We got drenched on Frozen. Tim, did you guys get soaked on it? Get wet? We got a little got bit a little wet. wet. We didn't get soaked. We got a little bit damp. Nothing, Nothing major. major. It was about the mm. same wet that I got on Maelstrom. But we were, we were in the very first row. It's about the same. Yeah, so so we. Were we. Oh. It's about the same wet you get on Pirates. Oh, no. I, we didn't get wet on Pirates at all this trip. See, I did. I got slammed on Pirates. So it, it was just it was just weird because I don't remember ever getting gonna, wet on Maelstrom. I guess I guess the most polite way I can say, I can say this, it really depends on the weight of your car. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's probably Absolutely. true. And I'm not saying it to be mean. <laughs> Two of us in the front you know, car the is a little bit heavier than you, the Andrea. And more displacement, we it's were, physics, yeah. and that's all I'm going to say about that. But, but we were in the front car, and and I didn't check the rest of the car, but it was it, it was definitely it was definitely great up until that point because it freaked Ethan out too much, and it it made mm-hmm. him made him a little bit nervous for the rest of it, for a while. Um. But definitely unnecessary because I, I just never remember getting that wet on Maelstrom. But all in all, all in all, really good ride. Yeah, really I'm, a, good. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the animatronic 2.0s. The new animatronics are Yeah, with the, uh, the face. With the video display faces. Yeah, the projection right. faces. The smooth movements, Thank you. It, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Then you don't want to hear me talk about Avatar Land. No, <laughs> no, no! Please don't. No, because no, I don't I want to hear it. I will take off my headphones and walk away from this podcast <laughs> right now. I'm just saying, <laughs> I came. That's all. Okay. Oh, well, what, Jason, you Again? don't want to talk about Epcot? Well, it's uh, a good thing you took yeah, off your well, pants. I want to know. Remember, we were talking Soren, Scott. You never gave me. You never gave me your honest opinion after riding it. You know, oh. besides your little, besides your little shitty comment. You know what? I still can't give you an opinion. You motherfucker! Like you didn't like ride Soren. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. So, with Ethan, I enjoy with, it. With the three of us, we have to do the ride swap, and we never really got around to doing Soren because okay. that yeah. is a Soren is Andrew and I love the original Soren. It's one of our favorite rides, and so we want to we want to do that together. So we're going back in November, and we'll be able to ride swap with my in laws, and okay. they can go on the ride, and we can go on and share it together. We we did we did pass on it only because one you want to do it together one we want to do it together and two we kind of just forgot about it honestly like there's yeah no I'm I'm serious we 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 made fast passes for it and then and then things kind of got in the way just you know look we've got we've got it we've got a three year old son yeah 
if things happen, we have to go do other things. He can't go on that ride. It's really tough to do it with because when you're doing it, when you're doing a ride swap, you're doing one, one, you're making, you have to make a fast pass for it. So that person has to wait in the fast pass line and then they come out and then you have to wait in the fast pass line. So you're talking like a minimum on a Soren ride of like 40 to 45 minutes and to entertain a three-year-old without going on another ride, it's pretty difficult. So we, we did pass on an, on Soren. We did not get to do Soren. I have seen it in the, in YouTube and I'm, I'm looking forward to it and we will do it in November, but I won't, I, right. I can't give you an opinion okay. on it yet. All right. I'm going to have to give a little thing about Soren though. Go for I it. I would wait for the center. The, yeah, the, the part middle of the that middle Yeah, you guys, you guys did say this when we met up. It's, it's truly, if, especially if it's your first time writing it, because certain angles, things look a little warped towards the top of the screen now. Yeah. But I, it, is it as good as the first? Mm. I couldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I enjoy it still, but Soren over oh. California is my favorite. No way. I say this, this new one blows that other one no. away. Never no. will. Blows it away. No. No way. I disagree Absolutely with you. perfection I disagree in my eyes. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, but you guys are California Disney nerds. No, no, I'm not. just a guy who's we went one. We're East Coast guys. We're East, East Coast guys. guys. We I'm, went the, I'm the California Disney guy. Yeah. There is there, this just blows the old sworn away. Not if you if it. you could see it, the old it. movie in digital projection. Yeah, in with, with all the digital projection. And all the sense before, working. Yeah. You would no. not say that. I can't picture you saying that either. It's more cohesive. Yeah. It makes more sense. My statement will stand because all there's I know a, is what the the pubic there's hair. No was yeah. There's no CGI. Well, he's always seen Thor no with the pubic CGI. hair. He never saw yeah, a fresh. There's no sword. C. There's right. no CGI in the original. The sword. new one is almost all. CGI. And I mean, there's a whole CGI scene in this one. It's beautiful. That ball, it's, it's pretty, but it's not the same as getting, I'm sorry, that real footage. Yeah, I mean, it that's, why, that's why I'm an original trilogy Star Wars guy, and Jason can have Phantom Menace. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason's a Jar Jar fan. <laughs> he fucking, he posts that, and I'm like, fuck you, there is no, no comparison. None. <laughs>